Hello and welcome to episode three of the Raider Power Podcast. I'm Ryan and with me as always is my man Moss. How are you doing today, partner? I'm doing good, man. How are you doing? Doing great. I mean, it's uh, it's always great coming off a big, big win. Uh, feeling on top of the world, even if it is against a high school. <laughs> Give him more credit. Give him some more credit. That's true. That's true. But before we hop into it, we better crack open a couple cold ones, huh? All right, let's get it. Color is light. Yes, sir. Woo! Cold as Rockies. Can't you taste it, Chris? <sighs> All right. So uh, this week, what we're going to get into is uh, back to, you know, regularly scheduled programming. And a little recap of last week's game. Looking ahead to Houston. Um, talking a little bit more about our boys in the NFL. And then talking more about uh, just the big college games this week and what's happening in the Big 12. How's that sound to you, Chris? Sounds great. Let's get started. All right. So, Chris, Woo! tell me. How did you feel about that romping against Lamar last week? Well, Ryan, uh, it was a great offensive showing, and I did say that we were going to hold them to a shutout, and we did. So my prediction was 100% correct. I didn't say that they were going to score that many points. But I also said that, that they were going to have two takeaways, a uh, fumble and a interception. They had several takeaways, um, but that was just... My man, my man Rain Man over here. That was not to the credit of the Texas Tech defense. That was more to dismay of the Lamar offense. They were pitiful. Uh, I do want to say that Lamar should not have been on the schedule. I'm not really sure why that game was on the schedule and why they would play Ole Miss first. You know, so this is where offense and then go play basically a high school team. This is where we kind of disagree, where I know I, I know it's like weird to have Ole Miss be first, but a, a lot of teams have that powder buff team on their schedule where they can just really get a warm-up in, get people settled in, get ready for the season. And I get it's kind of weird to have Ole Miss first, but I really think that's just because the NFL season hadn't started and uh, it's an opportunity to you know have a neutral site game, uh, big, like, you know, uh, not in your conference game, out of conference, big game. Um, and honestly, the school gets paid a lot for it. So I know that they get, you know, the national ratings, they get some money. And, you know, it's, it's good for college football to have those big games in the first week to get people interested. I Obviously, it would be helpful to have a team like Lamar Week 1 where you can just, you know, put a good pound into them and, and get loosened up for the season. But uh, that Ole Miss game was just unfortunate to have Week 1. And uh, I get it. I get why we still have this game on schedule. Okay. Well, let's hear what you liked about the performance from Tech. Um. First and foremost, Alan Bowman. Um, I, I love Bowman. I mean, I I wasn't sure on him uh, two weeks ago, but now I fucking love Bowman. I'm a um, Bow man. Oh, fuck. I like that <laughs> a lot. I mean, Bowman, uh, he had the highest QB rating for any Big 12 quarterback last week. Um, wow. Yeah, I mean, like, kid went but 22. But he was playing against uh, a high school. Yeah, but the other Big 12 teams also weren't playing anybody special. There was a couple of good games, but... Like, West Virginia just beat up on some some school. A bunch of people just beat up on people. Um, but, yeah, 22-25, 282 yards, couple touchdowns, and didn't even play the whole game. I mean, what I like most about that is the kid's accurate. Yeah. Like, he, he's not throwing stupid balls. I mean, it's not like he had more than Swiss cheese to throw it through, but uh, he's still making his passes. And, I mean, it's great efficiency. What I, That's what I'm happy about is the efficiency of the offense. What about you? What's the first thing that you think about? What's the biggest takeaway? Mm, so probably the biggest takeaway was the punting. <laughs> I'm serious. Like, like I said, I'm going to be mentioning Dom in every single podcast from now on. 
I didn't see uh, the grandma lag out there anymore. <laughs> it seems like he got a transplant during that week. Uh, maybe Cliff, you know, hooked him up with a you know a new leg. But damn, I did not see those ten yard punts. Not even twenty yard punts. We saw the same Dom that we saw a season ago. You know, just kicking down rockets. He didn't really pin yeah. them. I didn't really see many you know chances for them to pin Lamar. There really wasn't even any point in doing it. But uh, yeah, I would say the kicking game is probably. You know, a highlight for me. Again, Clayton Hatfield hasn't missed anything, which is awesome. Um, and then I, I would like, you know, the running back situation looks good. Trey King did not play. Uh, DeLeon Ward did not play. But we got to see Felton back. I know that he was thinking about leaving Tech last year, but he came back. He looked strong. Uh, that was great. And uh, then we saw Sir Roderick come in as a freshman running back. He got his first touchdown. Looked really good. He got two. Uh, he, oh, he got two touchdowns? Oh, that yeah. was... Great for him. And then we got to see Jet Duffy. I mean, I've been wanting to see him. Um, he had an he had an interception, but uh, that was more – that was not, you know, his fault. He was just kind of pinned back there. Uh, so I got to see his legs. Got to see, you know, what kind of athlete he was. He looked great. So a lot he of He actually pros. led the team in rushing yards. He did? Yeah. You, I yeah. mean, a, a lot of pros on the offense. I get, but then again, I'm explaining things that are pros when they could have been playing, you know, literally – a high school team. I mean, what we didn't. I didn't really see anything out of the game that makes me confident in them going to play Houston. So, so for me, it's two, like that's my two cents. winning winning seventy seven to nothing. Yeah, they played an FCS school, but they still won seventy seven to nothing. So it shows that they aren't a shit team. I mean, we had we had teams losing to FCS schools before. That happens to FBS schools, and I know it's a, it's not a good team to beat, but. It's a win. It got really it got probably a bunch of confidence in the guys. I mean, Bowman, Bowman got to go out there. He got to really learn the offense better. That's what I think is the biggest thing. He got to learn the offense because, I mean, it's, he's a true freshman. This is going to be his first start that matters. The Lamar game didn't really matter. This is his first start that matters, and now he's confident. He knows the system. He knows how to work the offense, and I think that's going to honestly make a big difference coming into Houston. I hope so. I know this wasn't on the schedule, but did you see that Lamar beat KY Christian 70-7 to the week prior? Imagine if uh, Texas Tech played them. <laughs> We'd get like KY 100, J- over 100 played, points for sure. If we played KY Jelly, would be shooting all over the place. <laughs> oh, boy. All right. But no, back to the punting real quick, what you said. I just looked up the stats. Our boy Dom from uh, week one where he averaged 34 yards a punt was up to 47, which honestly, like, 47 doesn't sound like a lot, but that's a 35% increase. That's yeah. big. Dom has a fire Instagram. Also, he just liked my comment, so. Unreal. All right, we're yeah, Dom guys again. I'm still not there yet, but I'm, I remember your name this time, so. All right, well, let's – I me. think I think we both agree that this game, I mean – there's not too much to talk about. So I think we should just hop right into Houston and yeah, start talking, talking about. about Yeah, let's talk about Houston. And uh, Chris, tell me what we should be looking for, what we should expect coming out of this Houston offense. You know, they got a dual threat quarterback that's super dangerous for Texas Tech. Similar to when we played in our ball game last year, we should have won. But they had also had a dual threat quarterback and they just kind of roasted them in the fourth quarter. We should have won that game. Um, good wide receiving core, uh, fast-paced offense. I know they play with tempo, 
Uh, they're a confident bunch. They know that their defense can get them off the field and get the offense back on the field. So uh, I'm sure they're going to take some risks with the long balls. So that's going to put a little bit of pressure on our secondary. Uh, but again, Tech has some confidence in their defense now. So I'm just a little worried about the tempo. And I know Tech's been practicing in up-tempo versus their offense. But uh, listening to some interviews with uh, Texas Tech defensive players that you know, they're a little nervous about, or not, ner- I shouldn't say that. They're not nervous, but they don't like playing up-tempo offenses. I mean, who would? That's just going to tire you out. And that's going to be a ton of offensive possessions. So I'm a little nervous just about the depth that we have on defense. I still don't know how good we are. Um, I know that there was a hashtag going around that, you know, hashtag things have changed. Uh, I really hope they have because we're going to really see it this game. Because if things have changed... You know, it, I'm sorry. If things haven't changed, then Houston's going to run all over Texas Tech and put up, you know, 35-plus points easily. Yeah, about, for sure. I mean, I mean, I think you're spot on about this quarterback to Eric King. I mean, uh, yeah. Houston scored I don't know if we're 40... going to see a better QB in the Big 12. Will Greer, maybe, but well, Will Greer is really talented. Uh, you're, you're forgetting about our Kyler Murray, Oklahoma. I don't think he's good. I don't think he's better than Houston's QB. That's a hot take. I think he's incredible. But back to Houston. So Derek King leading that offense. I mean, they've scored 45 points in their first two games. Same score, 45-27, 45-18. Uh, Derek King over these two games has thrown for seven touchdowns and uh, almost 600 yards while not even playing the full game against Arizona. Um, the guy can air it out. There's no doubt about it. Um, but at the same time, he hasn't played a great defense yet. They're, I mean, Rice is terrible this year. Arizona is yeah. not great. And his accuracy, while his numbers, his yards, and his touchdowns are both high, and he doesn't have an interception, his completion percentage is nothing to write home about. Last game, he only completed 50% of his passes. So when yeah. you think about that, yeah, I mean, 250 yards, four touchdowns, Another yeah, thirty on the ground, though. Another thirty-one yards rushing with two touchdowns on the ground. So yeah, he's putting up the points, but he's not that accurate, and he's not roasting people on on the run. I mean, the two yard, the two touchdowns were probably from close. If he only had thirty-one yards, he's definitely a, a weapon. He's leading this high-powered offense to, I mean, forty-five points each of their first two games. He's no one to sleep on, but I gotta say, if if Deshaun's back if the defense is playing the way they can the thing is if he's not that accurate we're focused on takeaways we're gonna let up the big play I know we're gonna love the big play and obviously they're gonna have some some long ones per usual but we're gonna pick them off we're gonna get some takeaways and that could be something that can decide a ball does Arizona suck Arizona so last year they were pretty good (laughs) and this year This year, they've been really bad, and Khalil Tate, their quarterback, like, I thought he was a pretty strong Heisman candidate coming into the year, but with his new coach, Kevin Sumlin, the dude's just like, I don't know, they haven't let him run, which, like, last year, he was getting, like, 200 running yards and 200 passing yards in a game. They haven't let him run at all, and it's just fucked up their offense, and they've sucked. They're 0-2. I'm looking at the stats right now, and it looks like they suck. Yeah, Khalil Tate does not look like Khalil Tate of last year, so that's why this win over Arizona isn't as impressive as it would have been last year. And Rice, honestly, blows. Yeah. 
Uh, that Rice game was interesting if you get to watch the entire thing. Rice was right there with them, and they were beating them uh, a decent amount of the game. But they were killing them on you know short slants. They were killing them on the outside. Um, and actually, uh, Rice was getting to the quarterback. So the offensive line for Houston's not that great, which is fantastic for Texas Tech. So, you know, if things have changed, we're going to see it on Saturday. Yeah, for sure, man. Yeah, the the fact that Rice was beating them by a full score, like a full touchdown going into halftime, is shocking. And you can say, like, yeah, Houston was on the road. Well, guess what? Rice is also in Houston, so it's not a fucking road game. Their no. first real road game is coming into the Jones this Saturday. Yeah, and I really hope everyone shows up for that game in Lubbock. Unfortunately, we're not going to be traveling to this one. Uh, the flights were too expensive from Santa Monica over to Lubbock, unfortunately. And Boston, but, Boston wasn't exactly cheap. But I hope it's buzzing, because I know that people have lost faith back in Lubbock and Cliff, and I hope he regains it with this win here. So, I think that this is a big, big game for him, honestly. Massive game. But, but actually, one thing I also want to point out is is the trench battle that we're going to have, right? Our O-line versus their D-line, our D-line versus their O-line. You pointed out a second ago how their O-line was letting pressure get in from the Rice defensive front. And if the Rice defensive front can get in there, I know ours can. I think we can win that battle. But the one that's going to be really interesting to me is if our O-line, who haven't let a sack up yet, can protect Alan Bowman because, I mean, they got Ollie coming at us. Yeah. Well, this is a, this is going to be a great battle. Jack Anderson versus uh, Ollie, and they played each other since high school in the like the All Star camps. Jack Anderson was a highly you know recruited player. He went to Texas Tech. Um, he's excited to play Ollie. I mean, it's like it's like one of those uh, one of those rivalries you would have in high school with like I mean I've had them in high school, um, but like yeah, it's playing a- him playing him at home probably his last season. It's going to be exciting. Sounds like a great ending to a Disney movie. <laughs> oh, man. But no, yeah. I mean, that's going to be a massive matchup. I mean, if we can keep... I mean, uh, we haven't talked about this yet, but it looks like McLean's still hurt. It looks like Bowman's going to get the start for us. And, yep. I mean, I'm happy about it. I know you're happy about it. We Very both excited. like Bowman. Where, like massive you said, Bowman we're Bowman. Bowman. We're Bowman. Bowman. And, um, but, I mean, he's still a true freshman, and he still is going to need to get that time in the pocket to make the decisions. So, if Jack and the L line can keep Ollie and that D line off of him, and he has time to pick apart that secondary and show off that arm, I mean, I'm excited for our offensive chances. I think Bowman really embraces him being the starter. I mean, he started all four years at Grapevine High School. That's a big high school, man. In Texas, that is a massive football school. He was yeah, a man. freshman. I was, he was a freshman. I was, I was looking up his high school like highlights and numbers. The kid was impressive. He's and nasty. Grapevine is, I mean, is, is Grapevine 6A? Yeah. I mean, <laughs> hello. He started as a freshman. Yeah, that's... I mean, what uh, kind of body did you have as a freshman going into high school? A I was probably about... How was, I was he, probably how about, was he starting? I'd He's say I was about five, five foot six, all of 140 pounds soaking wet. <laughs> yeah, I probably was a little less than that, to be honest. And this kid's big enough to be playing starting quarterback for a big Texas high school. And putting up enough numbers to have D1 schools looking at him. Yeah. I think Bowman, like you said, you said it week one. When he first stepped out onto that field in Houston, uh, in NRG Stadium, you said, Ryan, that looks like a quarterback. It's not, we didn't see him throw a ball yet. You're like, that looks like a quarterback. He's got the build. He's got the presence. I'm, I'm excited. I think my exact words were, he is an absolute unit. (laughs) 
fucking beauty. <laughs> Certified beauty out there. All I'll right. So moving along to the offense of Texas Tech. Uh, what are you excited to see out of Tech's offense? High, you know, high octane offense at, as we saw versus Lamar. Yeah, uh, I'm excited to see uh, the same thing I'm excited to see every week, which is the two twin towers on the outside. My boy TJ Vasher and Antoine Wesley going up and making highlight catches and making yes, these cornerbacks from Houston look silly. <laughs> I mean, Return TJ of the Vasher, twin towers. Yeah, TJ Vasher is just like, that's my boy. I mean, highlight catches. I'm a big, I'm a big Antoine catches. Wesley fan, man, to be honest. Hey, I'll take the right side, you take the left side, and we're good either way. <laughs> I mean, those two, I'm excited. I, I, in the Lamar game, seems like Seth, Col- Seth Collins got a few more uh, reps in. Um, you know, trying to get him more acclimated to the offense. Obviously, he came a little bit late because he was a transfer. But um, him in the slot, like, he's a big guy to play the, sh- the slot. And Kashawn Carter with the speed in the slot as well. Those four receivers, when we line up in that single set, uh, that shotgun single back, four wideouts, and we have Wesley and Vash on the outsides and – Carter and Collins on the in the slots and sometimes high in there. I mean, that's a dangerous offense. Dangerous. They can put up some points finally. Yeah, finally and that's, looking like the the cliff offense that we've seen in the past. Yeah, and also that that's what I'm most excited about. How about you? I'm ready to see the running game versus a real defense. I'm ready because you know Cliff has been harping on that we're going to be a run first offense and. You know, I really hope Trey King is back, and I hope he's, you know... Because when I saw it, when I watched the game versus Rice, I watched it twice. Uh, they were killing... The, I'm sorry. Houston was getting to the running back when they were, you know, running it up the middle. When they were, you know, bouncing it to the outside, that's when Rice got some big plays. And Trey King, Trey King is awesome at bouncing that to the outside. Same thing with DeLeon Ward. They're both at fantastic at bouncing it out to the outside. We don't really have a big running back like Nibsby like we did last year, um, and I think that's a good thing. Uh, Ollie can't really, you know, crowd the middle. He's, they're able to bounce to the outside. Um, I'm excited to see the running game. I'm excited to see Alec Bowman embrace, you know, the starting position and put up some points, and, you know, I think that's it, to be honest. I really think that we run it down Houston's throats, and I think we're going to get some big plays out of it from Bowman. Because uh, they're going to be covering the run, and they're going to... I Honestly, I think... Tech can learn a lot from that race race game. Bouncing it to the outside with the running backs and doing, you know, quick slants down the middle and getting first downs. And then in the end zone, hit it to the Twin Towers. Oh, fuck yeah. I mean, yeah, you're right. You you go with that that run game, start hitting the slants, and then you work that play action. And our two absolute units on the outside speeding down the sidelines are going to be open. They're going to get that one-on-one coverage that you fucking dream about. But, um, all right, we covered the offenses, we covered the defenses. Let's hop right into predictions, my man. What are you hitting at? What do you think our game is going to end at? And just for the uh, fans at home that might not know, right now the numbers are looking like they got uh, Texas Tech opened up as a favorite, but they've moved to, I believe, a uh, plus one and a half. Plus one and a half. And, Chris, do you have an over-under number? It's 68. And the over number under number is sixty eight. So. I think it moved up to seventy, but moved up when to seventy. Sixty eight. I think it moved up to uh, seventy. Sixty nine and a half. Yep, sixty nine and a half. And Houston's actually moved all the way to minus one and a half. Yeah. Uh, <sighs> Man. So tell me, what do you think? What do you got? God, I've been thinking about this one a lot, to be honest, because I don't, I don't want to touch the over in this game. 
even though I think like I think it's gonna go over. But I'm really hoping things have changed. You know, I think things have changed. I would put more money on Tech stopping them than putting money on the over. But then I think, okay, if things have changed on the defense and Bowman can step up on the offense, then he's going to be able to put up a lot of points, like 40-plus. And then Houston can just hit it with a dual-threat quarterback and put up at least you know three touchdowns. That's, that's hard to stop. I think if they get three touchdowns, that's a win for the defense. Oh, for um, sure. We hold them to three touchdowns. That's a win. So, and Houston is a good team, and I'm not sure if Tech... I'm still up in the air with Tech, wondering how good they are. So, this week's picks for me, I think Tech wins. I think Tech, I think Tech wins this game. Actually, I'm like 95% sure Tech's win this, Tech wins this game. One, for Cliff's career, I think he really needs this win. And I think that the team is better than what we saw versus Ole Miss. I think we didn't give enough credit to how good Ole Miss's offense was. I don't think anyone did. I think they might be a shining star. In, I mean, uh, they got unreal receivers. Yeah, they have one of the best uh, receiving cores in the in the country. And I, I think there was a lot of hype behind Ole Miss's offense, but I don't think people actually give them enough credit to how actually good they are. So I'm gonna okay. My prediction. I've been rambling on about it. Tech is going to win. I'm gonna say forty to twenty-eight. So I'm gonna take Tech to, to win the game. And I'm going to take the over. I'm not going to actually touch the over. Well, well, well if you could uh, do some math, 40 and 28 is 68, which is the under. Is it the under? 69 okay. and a half, my friend. All right. I'm going to rewind that part. I'm going to take Texas Tech to win 40 to 28, and I'm going to take the under. All right, brother. So this is what I'm thinking. What uh, are you thinking, man? What I'm thinking is if I look at these first games, right? Yeah. The first game, obviously, fresh for each team. Houston comes out, and they're down a touchdown at halftime to Rice. Yeah. Tech comes out, and they have a shitty first quarter, sure. But by, at one point in the third quarter, we were down only one touchdown to Ole Miss. Mm-hmm. Ole Miss and Rice aren't even in the same stratosphere. No. Week two, we each beat up on a team. They beat up on a little bit better team than us. But I'm, what I'm seeing is I think this Texas Tech team can beat Houston. I honestly think this offense, if Rice can put up 27, then we can put up a hell of a lot more. And if Rice can hold them to 45, we can hold them to a hell of a lot less. That's what I'm thinking. So I got a little bit more confidence in the boys. I think we're going to win. You know, I don't know if we're going to win by as much as you think. I think it's going to be a shootout down at the Jones, per usual. But I'm going to go with 42-35 Texas Tech, smoking that over number, and Tech winning by a touchdown. I'm taking them outright. I'm taking the over. I think it's gonna be a shootout at the Jones, but at the end of the game, we're gonna hold them and wait. I, I bet they're gonna have a chance at the end of the game to tie us, and we're gonna fucking stuff them. Deshaun Johnson getting a pick and ending the game right fucking there. I, if I was gonna bet on this game, I would take first half Tech to win. If I was gonna, gonna bet on this hot. game, I, if I was gonna bet on this game. I put my bank account on Tech money line, <laughs> which I think you already have. Oh, <laughs> all right. All right, um, so I think this is as good a time as ever to uh, thank our sponsor this week. Um, I just want to give a, it, a I just want to give a shout out to um, uh, Lubbock Tire and Auto. Uh, whenever you're there, we'll pump you up. Um, <laughs> thanks, guys, and as always, uh, Dandy, our, our our forever sponsor. Appreciate you guys as well. No um, so, uh, Chris, 
I think it's time to talk about a couple of guys from Tech that no longer play in college, but actually had a couple of uh, great weeks in the NFL. You want me to start it off? I would love it. All right. My man. My homie. I think everyone knows who I'm talking about here. Patrick Mahomes of the Kansas City Chiefs. Thank you for being my starter in my fantasy league. He had uh, 256 well. yards, four touchdowns in their win uh, when they won 38-28. to 28. He looks fucking fantastic out there. And I'm not talking about him just in his uni. I'm saying he looked like an MVP quality level quarterback that can take them to the Super Bowl. That's what I'm saying. So you big know, shouts out to our man, Patrick Mahomes. Our friend as well. We met him last year. Great we guy. We did. He, sh- he did shake our hand. Yep. Uh, Great so guy. Mahomes, yeah, obviously incredible game for Mahomes. AFC Offensive Player of the Week, Patrick Mahomes. Yes, Four sir. touchdowns. I mean, yeah, Tyree Kill. Incredible game. That combination between the two of them is dangerous. But his best throw was when he dropped in that 38-yard wheel route over yeah. the top, right into the breadbasket of his fullback. That was unreal. It was money. Oh, yeah. my Mahomes. <laughs> and, Chris, what other tech guy do we want to give a big shout-out to for last week? The bullet, the grip ball, Jakeem Grant. He had 125 AFC. yards. He returned one for a touchdown. He had one TD, and they won 27-20. to And he was AFC Special Teams Player of the Week. So in the AFC, two out of three players of the week were from the Texas Tech Red Raiders. And I think that probably makes us the best college for producing players in the NFL. That's what I'm saying. I mean, if you do the math. Wide receiver you. And neither of them are wide receivers. <laughs> I mean, just do the math, bro. We're the best. Yes, sir. Alrighty. So that's all I got for Raiders in the NFL. Let's uh, let's move on to our next segment where we're going to make this this week's picks. Uh, yeah, Ryan, go ahead. You have three big games you want to talk about. Yeah, let's. Um, so there, there's a few big games this week, and um, I know we're going to get to the Big Twelve later. So let's start out with, I mean, some of the best games this year or this week, are in the Big 12, so fuck it. We're going to cover three massive Big 12 games. Uh, let's start with USC versus Texas. So All this right. game is at Texas. It's huge for both teams. USC, I mean, has been – it hasn't looked great. I mean, JT Daniels, true freshman quarterback. Texas also hasn't looked great. Yeah, they lost to Maryland. And then last week, they barely won, and it was ugly. Uh, this game's at Texas. Texas is three-and-a-half-point favorites. Uh, Chris, what's your initial takes on this game? Well, USC lost to Stanford, and I watched that game. Uh, Stanford looks really, really good. Like, like really, really good. Like, they can compete this year for a title. Uh, Texas doesn't look impressive. So, the line at minus 3.5, I know it's really difficult to play Texas at home. They have one of the craziest fan bases in all of college football. Plus, they have one of the big stadiums in all of college football. Um, but... I really think that they're just giving them this line because people don't know if Texas is good or they suck. And I don't think people know if USC is good or they suck. But And people are thinking that Texas's recruiting talent is going to come through for them and win this game. But honestly, I don't see it. I see USC winning this game handedly. Yeah, so I pretty much agree with you on the do they suck or not train. Um, I think that this game would that be a pick. I think I if this was a neutral... 
yeah, if it's a neutral site game, there's a pick them. I think just because at Texas, it's three and a half to Texas, that's probably their home field advantage number. Um, and honestly, I think it's fair, especially since, uh, you know, I know JT Daniels, he's a true freshman quarterback. He had kind of a tough time going into Stanford and trying to, you know, handle that road atmosphere. And I know that the Texas atmosphere is going to be about 10 times what Stanford has. Um, I think this game is up in the air. And personally, this is a game where I am going to stay away from it. You're going to stay away? I'm going to take yeah. USC. Yeah, I, yeah, I'm just going to stay away. JT Daniels is too unproven, and Texas just looks too shitty. I can't make myself bet on either team. I don't know if that's just my bias against uh, Texas and Texas Perfect, fans. Yeah. Perfectly fair, perfectly fair. <laughs> um, let's go to another big game. This one I think is going to gonna be an awesome game. It's uh, Boise State taking on Oklahoma State. It's mm-hmm. at Oklahoma State. The line is bouncing around, but it's Oklahoma State minus two right now. Boise State, number 17 in the country. Oklahoma State, number 24 in the country. Um, Chris, what's your leans? Sheesh. This was a tough one for me. Oklahoma State knows how to win. Mike Gundy is a fantastic coach. But Boise State looks really good. I mean, they look better than what they are. What, the, what are they ranked? 24? Is that right? They're set, Bo- Boise 17 right now, but oh, I only yeah. see them going up. They're only going I up. I only see them going up, too. This looks like the Boise State team that won, uh, man, several years ago in the big bowl game with the trick play. Uh, yeah, when they, they won on that the Statue of Liberty play. Yeah, it was so sick. Uh, I see Boise State winning this game. And I agree. I'm, Clearly, yep, I'm, I, I love Boise here. I'm with you. Um, I mean, Boise, their defense is incredible. Their quarterback, Ripian. Uh, I mean, the kid's been great so far this year. Uh, I'm a big fan of Boise this year. The Smurf turf is real. I know Smurf it's down turf. in Oklahoma, but the the boys from the Smurf turf are taking this game. Underdogs or not, I've actually already got it. I've already hit it at that plus two number, and uh, I would recommend to anyone out there, take Boise. You don't think that the over is more of a lock than Boise State winning? Um, so both these offenses have been pretty great. And there's literally no doubt in either of these offenses. But I think sharp money's already kind of hit the over. and It's already been climbing up a bit. Mm. Um, but my thought is, like, when I come to this game, right, both these offenses can play. I have no doubt in either offense. What it comes down to is which defense is better. And when I think about which defense is better, Boise it is H. Boise. Yeah. It's Boise. I mean, yeah. uh, like, uh, let's think about this, too. Like, Boise, last week, I know they weren't playing a great team, but they had over 800 yards of total offense, 400-something passing, 418 passing and 400 rushing. That's a balanced attack. They're a great team. Uh, their defense is good. I just don't think OK State can hold them. Actually, when I look at this over number, I see it's at 64.5 now. I don't hate that either, man. I don't hate that. I think that. I might take Boise and the over. Fuck it. You might be right. This could be the week to really make some serious money for betters out there because people really don't know what teams are good and what teams suck. I agree. I agree. You know, we have two points of uh, two points to look at. I don't think Vegas now. knows. Vegas actually doesn't know. I think the, you know the public actually would have a better idea if you actually watch the games. So I think like it's it's a mix of both. I think it's more Vegas might know, but I think the public's really doesn't know and they watch one nationally televised game and they think oh this team's fucking good now and they start hammering it and moving the line and then you can just attack that other side like for example uh nebraska versus troy this week random ass game but uh you know i was listening to one of my favorite betting podcasts uh besides ours and (laughs) they're talking about how troy plus 11 is their lock of the week and then i looked up the numbers and 88 percent of the public is on nebraska 
But Nebraska looked like shit in their first game. They got a new coach. Like, I think I think that you're right. This is the week where there's a lot of good games out there to pick. But um, let's hop into another big one that has a Big 12 school while we're on a roll right here. And um, this one is this one's a tough one to pick. I'm talking Ohio State at TCU. Ohio State, 13-point favorites right now. Uh, but they're going down to Texas to play TCU. How do you feel about this one? So, actually, let me uh, make this known, too. So, the game actually isn't at TCU. It's in Arlington at uh, AT&T Stadium at Jerry World. But, I mean, Arlington to Fort Worth, what's that, like half an hour, Chris? Yeah. Yeah, so yeah, it's a either. lot closer to TCU. It's basically a home game. Yeah. Well, what I can say about this game, it might be the biggest game in all of college football this week. I and agree. I think, and I think the Toads are horny. All right? <laughs> And I'm taking TCU. Ohio State looks great, but Gary Patterson is such a good coach, and he's playing at home. And they're giving him 13 points. So I, I think the defense holds up for TCU, and I think you know they got a real shot at this one to win. So, Dude, I, I could not agree more. And I think you're, like the point I agree with the most is Gary Patterson. Yeah, like, he knows how to the win. Coaching matchup. Look at the coaching matchup. We got Gary Patterson versus a fill-in for Urban Meyer. Yeah. It's not even their real head coach. No. Like I know Day has done a decent job, but Gary Patterson is an elite coach, and I'm with you. I know it's a freshman quarterback or a new quarterback for TCU, more of a run guy than a pass guy, but I think if they're letting them get 13 points, I'm taking TCU. I'm taking but TCU uh, one, one, one um, quick fact, uh, Big 12 teams in the past like five years at Jerry World, when not playing a Big 12 opponent, defeated, haven't won. Really? Whoa. Yeah, kind of wild fact. I think it means nothing. I'm still going TCU. Yeah, I mean, they have to be huge games if they're playing at Jerry World. So maybe, like like this one right here, TCU versus Ohio State. Ohio State yeah. is ranked way higher. So, yeah. I mean, that's why they're playing there. They're bringing yeah, in a I big agree. crowd. Yeah, the only other way you play Jerry World is a conference game. They just let you play there. Yeah, exactly. All right, yeah, so um, they agree on that wanna, one. Let's move on. You want to cover some more of the big games or hop into more of the Big 12? Let's hop into the Big 12. All right, sure. Let's run down the Big 12 schedule. So we've already talked about three teams that are playing. All right, so, yeah, we've already talked about some of the big games, but uh, a couple other games that are interesting. Obviously, the Tech-Houston game covered that as much as we possibly could. Um, One that is canceled is West Virginia-North Carolina State. Would have liked to see that game, especially since West Virginia, this line was so close. I would have loved to hammer West Virginia there, but got canceled to the hurricane. Uh, Brief shutout. Hopefully everyone down there is safe. Uh, I know that hurricane is terrible. So Keep y'all in our prayers. Exactly. Um, all right, let's hop into this game. Duke versus Baylor. Ooh, that's Duke a good one. versus Baylor. This game is, I believe, at Baylor. It is. Um, six and, and a half favorites six and for half, Baylor. Six and a half point favorites for Baylor. Um, do you know the – so it opened at two, and it's moved all the way to six. Yep. That is a hell of a line move, especially for a line that's been out for – Three days. Mm-hmm. I'm taking Duke in that one. At the two number, I would like Baylor. At two, I like Duke. Baylor. At six, I lean Duke, which makes me think, uh, I don't think I know either team well enough, but like oh, that six number is way too big for Baylor to cover against Duke. Duke is a, a legitimate opponent. Yeah, Baylor only beat UTSA by 17. UTSA looked terrible. Yeah, I agree. I agree. Um, all right, let's, let's go a little rapid fire. You talked about UTSA. They happen to be playing another Big 12 opponent back-to-back weeks. They're playing Kansas State. Uh, Kansas State, it's at Kansas State. Kansas State is 21.5-point favorites. 
over under is only at 46 and a half. So they basically think only Kansas State can score in this game. Mm-hmm. Uh, who I you, don't who even do know you if like? Kansas there? State can score. Generally. Yeah, I think I'm not really I, sure. I don't. I have no idea about the spread in this one, but Kansas State's gonna win. It'll probably win by like right around that 20 number. It might be fucking. Like I don't 20, think so. It might be like 20 to seven. This game's gonna be trash. Let's go into <laughs> let's go into another game. This one's actually really interesting. This one is Rutgers versus Kansas at Kansas. All these Big Twelve teams are pulling home games, which is unreal. What and, is the Kansas uh, celebration? J Rockers, something like that. Rock Rock Chalk Jayhawk. Rock Chalk Jayhawk. Yeah, I'm on board uh, with the Jayhawks, man. This is wild, man. I mean, last week the Jayhawks. By the way, I took them against Central Michigan, and you did not. I took I the Jayhawks. And last week they won thirty-one to seven, having their first road win in literally years. They haven't run on the road years in years, and they finally got it. And now they're playing against I don't know what did I just fucking say? They're playing against Rutgers. Rutgers has a real like a a, a good defense. They're not good, but Rutgers has a good defense. And right now Kansas is a two and a half point favorite over underlines at forty four and a half. I am going to hammer Rutgers. <laughs> Are you serious? Dude. Rock Chalk Jayhawk last week, but they're not they're still not good. No, but like they're probably so hot after coming off that win. They're probably the exactly. whole, they're the whole school's hot. probably all like pumped up that they got a W. Dude, exactly. They've been on an absolute binge for the past six days. All those kids are hammered. <laughs> they think you think they spent all of it against Central Michigan? They did lose the nickel state. Yeah, exactly. They lost to an FCS school. But, like, you know that all the Kansas guys are still going to be hammered from the night before, and they're not going to yeah. be able to catch a ball. They're going to have, like, 20 drops. You think they're still drunk a week later? Damn. Uh, when you go on a week-long binge, you are. I mean, I guess that's all you can do in wherever Lawrence, Kansas. I don't even know what. It's all gross. Um, <laughs> but, yeah, I mean, I'm going Rutgers there. It sounds like you're going Kansas, but it's going to be an interesting one. I'm and not I say touching the... that game betting-wise. I'm not going to no, touch yeah. it. I like the oh, Jayhawks no. too much. No. I, I like I'm not David dumb Betty enough too to... Much. David Bay, he's such a good coach. He's like a good guy, too, so I don't want to bet against them. Two teams that bad I won't actually bet on, but if I were to, I would lean Rutgers. I saved the best for last. This is a revenge game. We got Oklahoma going into Iowa State. Uh, Last year, obviously, things did not go as Oklahoma planned. Oklahoma, 17.5 point favorites. It opened at 19, down to 17.5, going into Iowa State. And uh, a couple of things to note. The Oklahoma starting running back, out for the season. I uh, hate to see it. But also, the Iowa State starting quarterback is out as well. And this really? line is tre- – yep, this, he's, he's gone too. And this line is trending towards Iowa State, which blows my mind because if you lose – one team loses a running back, one loses a quarterback. Quarterback's a little bit more important. Iowa, Oklahoma's going to be mad about last year. They're going into Iowa State, and I think Oklahoma rolls them. I agree, too. I already took Oklahoma to win that game. Uh, I think they probably went around, like, 25 points or so. I mean, Iowa State looked terrible against Iowa. We both chose Iowa State to win that game. They looked terrible. They, I think they would they score three points. Did they lose 13-3? Uh, to three? Isn't that right? Yeah, it was 17-3, uh, yeah. to three, yeah. Yeah, they were trash. I mean, absolute trash. So, I think, and Oklahoma looks unbelievable. So, Oklahoma's looking like Oklahoma should, and... You know, Baker Mayfield would be totally proud of the new quarterback. So, uh, Oklahoma rolls there, and I don't think that there's anything they can do to stop them. So, I'm with you, brother. 
Um, so I think that just about covers college football this week. And, uh, you know, you got anything else to say about Tech uh, coming up against Houston? I'm just ready. I hope everyone's ready. I hope everyone's pumped up. I hope we shut down Ollie, the big number one pick for this year. I think that we prove everybody wrong and that we should have been favorited by Vegas because no one knows, but we know. Oh, we know, brother. We know. All right. I'm I'm, I'm with you right now. So you know what? Put your cores light up and uh, let's have a great week. So I'm Ryan. And I'm Chris. And this has been the Raider Power Podcast. Guns Guns up.